Happy Tuesday, everyone. We are going to talk a lot of Arizona athletics. Hard to believe that. We're going to talk about some of the young players on this team, where exactly they stand, where everything is going forward. You are listening to Locked On Wildcats. Let's get started. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And wishing everybody out there a very happy Tuesday. My name is Mike Luke, and as you all know, uh, we are going to talk a ton of Arizona sports, going to talk a ton of Arizona athletics, but you know, Everybody's talking about the Arizona-Mississippi State game and, you know, what went wrong, what went right. But as we've talked about before, there really is a talent movement here. There is a talent transfusion going on, and we're going to talk about that to a certain degree. What exactly Arizona can do going forward, what they need to do, what the young guys need to do. So let's talk about this a little bit. First and foremost, let's talk about the quarterback position. New guys across the board, pretty much. I mean, you look at it, Noah Fafita is going to be most likely is going to be your backup. And that obviously is, um, that certainly shows that um, this is going to be an interesting situation here. But I don't think anybody's surprised. But let's talk about Jaden Delora first. People, we need to stop overreacting to what happened with Jaden Delora in one game. Again, this is the Pac-12 freshman of the year last year. He played incredibly good football against San Diego State. Um, again, didn't play well against Mississippi State. But again, people, you need to remember that this is a player, though, that has all the tools to be big time. He has and all the tools. I mean all the tools. He can scramble around. He can move. He can underst- He understands where receivers are. His arm is big enough. He's just got to be able to improve it a little bit. Now, the um, you look at him, though, he's going to be your starter all season, barring something really unforeseen. And he should be that. He really should. Wow. When uh, you look, though, and we're going to be talking about this pretty much all – uh, all season long and into next year. You certainly, if you're the University of Arizona or if you're Jaden Delora, you obviously you don't want to get hurt. You don't want uh, you don't want him to get hurt. But Noah Fafita, there's something to it, and uh, I've talked about this with quite a few people. Though, don't you get the sense that if Noah Fafita does hit the field, that there's going to be a point where he's probably not going to come out of the game. And you're going to see a guy who's probably who's probably going to be an Arizona quarterback, the starting quarterback for quite a while. Um, you watch him, and when he came into the game against uh, Mississippi State, he looked, again, the game's out of reach, the game's out of hand, but you could tell immediately that he has a connection with those receivers. He has a connection all the way around with basically everyone, and quarterbacking comes somewhat easy for him. Um, again, he's not the biggest dude in the world, you get that, but again, when he does get in there, 
you do get the sense that he is probably not going to get out of the lineup, and I think that's a good thing. You look at his, uh, you look at his chemistry, you look at his connection, and this isn't exactly a shock, but you look at his connection with a player like, uh, you know, like T Mac, for example. With uh, Jaden Delora, again, Delora is fantastic. I believe he should be the starter all season, but you know, you do look at it with uh, McMillan. And it does feel like Delora is somewhat pushing the issue a little bit there and that they're just trying to throw the ball up to him and see what he can come down with as opposed to just letting uh, T-Mac play that position, play the uh, wide receiver position naturally. But when, uh, when Fafita comes in, it becomes a lot easier. It just looks like, you know, those two are on a path uh, with each other. So again, Jaden Delora, it's one game. Don't overreact. But the one thing that you did certainly see from Noah Fafita is that there is a lot to work with there. And that I think that, uh, you know, again, his time is going to come at some point. And when I hit, when he hits the field, I'm not sure that he's going to be coming off. He's that type of guy. Now, what this also shows you too, is that he certainly is your starter. This is a, uh, and, and he should be your starter, to be honest with you. Fafita is, I mean, excuse me, Jane Delora is going to be your starter all season, so we'll keep an eye on that. Now, at the receiver spot, this was a rough game for the receiver position because, again, we've talked about this pretty much all offseason. Arizona has to be able at that position, they have and this is a must, that has to be a position that can carry them. That has to be a position that each game you look out and you say, man, they're making some really big plays right there. They're making just big time plays across the field. That has to continue to be the case. Um, this against Mississippi State, that didn't happen. Against Mississippi State, this was a team that uh, just looked, this was a unit that looked somewhat ordinary. And it, they were plagued by drop passes. And I think what also is kind of a problem is that not only were they plagued by drop passes, but there just wasn't that explosion that you saw in week one. Now it's going to be fine because as we've talked about, this receiving unit is more than uh, this receiver. This receiving unit right now is more than good enough. But again, you know, you just got to be able to hop in there and be able to make the, uh, you just got to be able to make it. You just got to be able to make it happen right there. So again, uh, one other player to certainly keep an eye on is a, uh, is a, a Tanner McLaughlin. I think going into the year, a lot of people were looking at Alex Lines and uh, Key and Burnett, and we didn't really look at uh, we didn't really look at uh, Tanner McLaughlin. Tanner McLaughlin is saying, "Aha, you might have forgot about me, but guess who didn't forget about me? Me." And that, you know that's kind of where we are right now. But he made he he looked really he looked really good out there. Um, where Arizona again, there's been some issues. You got to figure out what you're going to do with Speedy Luke. Um, fam out there is fam out there is a really, really good player. We certainly, you certainly know all of that, but he's also got to be the player that, um, they got to figure out a way to use him and it can't just be something off, you know, jet sweeps or everything. Those are certainly more than okay, but you've got to be able to get him the ball where he can make some real plays out there. And if that happens, then I think right now you're, uh, you're going to be able to get a a new a new lease out there because he really needs to be kind of that D'Anthony Thomas. If he can be that D'Anthony Thomas, you know, the ex-Oregon running back, 
then you're going to be in some pretty good shape right there. I never really bought the Trunk Candidate comparisons, mainly because Trunk Candidate was just so much bigger than Speedy Luke. Again, not a bad thing, but he was just a bigger dude. And when you watch him, he's capable of, you know, getting into the open field, making people miss, but he's got to be able to make that next uh He's got to be able to make that next leap right there. And I think the coaching staff is still figuring out exactly what to do with that, what they should do. Because again, you, you, we've all seen it. You saw that in the army all America or the, uh, you know, in the all American bowl games, you saw that with all of the, uh, you know, you, you've seen it against top level competition. He's just got to be able to get there. He's just got to be able to do that. And the coaching staff's got to be able to find a way to let him do that. Now, at the other spots, then Dorian Singer, um, you know, didn't have a great game against Mississippi State. None of the receivers did, but that also isn't a uh, that also isn't a, the, the you know that's that's going to happen. It's a young unit; everybody knows that. But overall, the offense it showed that it's young. It showed that um, there's going to be some you know some growing pains as all uh, you know as we knew. But on the offensive line too. He got pushed around a little bit there because Jane Delora didn't have a lot of time. A lot of times it felt like the pocket was collapsing. And when the pocket is collapsing, you've got to be able to run. You've got to be able to take off. And if you've got a first down in front of you, you've got to be able to take that first down. That's just really the way. That's just really the way it is. If you can take that, if you if you've got a first down against a really good team, don't throw it up hoping somebody can get it. Just go ahead and take that. Um, but the offensive line needs to step its game up. It's nice that you're getting a North Dakota State coming in here next because that should be able to even things out a little bit, maybe get Arizona back on the right side. You could be 2-1 and one going into conference play, which I think everybody would like to see. Okay, now moving over to the defensive side of the ball, more than okay with what I saw defensively. And, you know, again, let's talk about the defensive line. This is a veteran unit right here. You got some younger players, but – there, that's going to take a little bit of time for them to really get developed in there. But again, let's talk with the let's talk about the upperclassmen there: Keon Bars, Jalen Harris, Hunter Eccles. Then you got Paris Shand and Tia Savea to a lesser extent. All those guys played very good football. The defensive line was good enough. Um, some of the scheming was a little weird. Like it looked like when they were about to stunt. That uh, and then they would drop back into coverage, which would just give Mississippi State very easy uh, running lanes. But the defensive line right there played more than what a good enough, and I think they're going to be a strength of this team. Again, you're watching Mississippi State. Mississippi State's one of the better defensive teams, or excuse me, just Mississippi State's probably one of the top two or three teams that Arizona is going to play all season. And I think that that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that we know that that's going to be the case, but. Arizona's defense looked more than okay. And then, again, we talked about it before, Jerry Roberts, another big-time dude. Um, he's just got to be able to fill the passing lanes. Colby Cage, let's talk about Cage for a second. He really has shown something because what's fascinating about Cage is that he is also able to drop into coverage. He used to be a safety. We all know that. Uh, got to give kudos to Jason Shear as well for figuring that, uh, calling that one early. But he's got some real coverage skills there, which I think Arizona is going to be able to utilize. Okay, and then in the secondary, a little bit more of a mixed bag, obviously. 
um, because it's kind of a situation where you do have some upperclassmen, but you also have some youngsters as well. Christian Roland Wallace, we all know that he's good. Um, that position opposite, it was great to see Traden Stukes back in there. Traden Stukes is a player that Arizona needs, and Arizona needs to play well. Um, so it was good. Again, he's been out. He's been banged up. I think you'll see more of a Traden Stukes by the time Arizona comes, uh, um, by the time Arizona gets into conference play. But also very, uh, very nice to see him back out there. The, the other young DBs, uh, Prysock, Takario Davis, they're going to get there. But when you're playing a team like Mississippi State, it's always going to be a little bit difficult because these are bigger corners to begin with. And while they're very talented, they're also, you know, again, they're young. And those are difficult situations to be in. Those are very difficult situations to be in. And if you can get – you know, if you can just get them some real game reps, some real, it just makes things a lot easier going forward. You know, we always talk about it with uh, the Arizona basketball team about how Tommy Lloyd clearly wanted to get Adama Ball uh, involved at the end of the season because he had big expectations for him the following season. And I think that that's kind of what you're seeing a little bit too with Price Sox and Davis, that you want to get them in there. They're probably not quite ready but I think you think hope that the more you get them out there, the easier it's going to be for them going forward. That's at least I think what the coaching staff hopes. And I think that's what most people would hope because both those guys are very talented. And the more you get them on the field, the easier I think it's going to be for everybody. And the safeties again, safeties I thought were fine. Jackson Turner, more than okay. Um, I'm not thrilled about Gunnar Maldonado. He's okay. But I also don't think that he's athletically a next level type guy. Again, I would love to be I would love to be wrong on that, but he doesn't feel really like that guy. Feels like it at that position, you need to be able to upgrade a little bit. And if you can upgrade, then it makes things again a little bit easier. Speaking though of things that make life a little bit easier, why don't we talk about get upside? All right. Gas, as we know is expensive there's just no way around it and it's very it can be very annoying for quite a few people but we're also though at the point where you've got things like get the get upside app that can actually help you get some better deals right there you can go to the pump you can fill up for less and isn't let's be honest here isn't that what you're kind of looking for when you go to that when you go there aren't you saying you know man it'd really be nice to get 25 cents off this fill up. And that's what it provides you. That's what the get upside app provides you again. Um, check it out right there. A lot of people are using it. Good stuff. We will be right back with you. And we're going to talk a little bit though, about some X factors for Arizona, the rest of the season and going into North Dakota state. You keep it right here on locked on wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, some X factors here. A big X factor right here is, does a uh, does one of these offensive linemen, do they really emerge as a just an absolute shutdown type guy? Jordan Morgan certainly played very well against San Diego State. A little bit, though, take a little bit of a regression, though, against Mississippi State. So you need to be able to find uh, – what he can do right there. Can he stay consistent? And, or is there somebody else that does emerge? Jonas Savanea, again, he's going to start all year. 
There's no doubt about it. He's going to start all year, but you also need to be him to be able to, you know, to, to be a, you don't need him to be an all conference guy, but he look, needs to look like somebody that absolutely belongs out there on the field as a starter. He's certainly, he's done that, but when you watch him, he is just so much bigger than everybody else on the field that it feels like he should just just dominate, honestly. And if he can get to that point, I think we're in a pretty good spot right there. Um, but he's kind of an X factor, though. How good can he get during the season? Because if he can get good, if he can get to that next level, it becomes a lot easier for Arizona. So, again, that's a spot that I think you're if you're Arizona, you're certainly looking at and saying, you know, can he become that guy for us? I think he can become that guy. All right, another uh, X factor, special teams. Can the special teams continue to play well? Kyle Ostendorp, I think we all know, is going to be there, and he's going to be there for a long, you know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a, a big-time asset for Arizona all season long. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Tyler Loop, though, has looked good. Tyler Loop is what you want in an Arizona uh, uh, kicker, and he's been consistent. I don't need him to be hitting 55-yard field goals. I just need him to be able to hit those ones in the 40-yard range. If you can do that, then it becomes easy stuff for Arizona. Now, you're also probably wondering, well, what about the kick return position? We're going to talk about that in just a second. Keep it here on Locked on Wildcats. listening to Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. We were talking about um, things, little X factors for Arizona, what you what uh, you would like to see from them. And now at the kick return position, I think you got to find you got to find a game breaker. You got to find somebody. I think everybody thought that that would be Speedy Luke. Um, hasn't really been used in that capacity. I'm not exactly sure why, but you know, obviously the coaching staff knows a lot more about this than I do, but I did think that he would be utilized in some like that. And you really haven't seen it now. A lot of people say it's because he's too small. You know, if that's fair, cool. I, I, I get it. But I don't know that that was necessarily a narrative that was going into the season that he was going to be too small. So I, I'd like to see how this plays out. It should be, but... If it isn't Speedy Luke, then you got to find somebody else out there that can man up and that can be, get that position. Because Arizona, as good as they are, they need help and they need all the help they can get. And if they can get that help from the special teams, if they can get that uh, easier field position, then yeah. But you got to find somebody. Is Dorian Singer capable of being that dude? Is Dorian Singer? Um, I, I think he is. But, you know, who, and if not, who can be a consistent returner? Arizona's got to find somebody like that on the roster. They just do. If they find somebody like that on the roster that can help them flip field position, you're dealing with a much. You are locked on Wildcats. Did not mean to do that. All right, I do apologize. <laughs> All right, but I'll tell you what, we're uh, we're up against the clock, but again, tomorrow we're going to be back with you talking all kinds of stuff. We're going to start getting you ready for North Dakota State. Start breaking down some of these players, who they are, what they can do, because again, North Dakota State is a team that you can't take lightly, and if you take them lightly, they're going to beat you. They've certainly shown that in the past. They're going to continue to show that. So 
that's where you, that's where Arizona's got to be ready. They got to be ready to see what they uh, are going up against because again, this is a team that can beat you. All right. Now, on that note, again, everybody out there have a very happy Tuesday. We're going to be back with you tomorrow, obviously on Wednesday, breaking down North Dakota State. But again, everybody out there, back the A. And you've been listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Everybody have a very fun day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.